Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. Well, we've been around the old clock with Kevin. We've we've looked about 19 different times today, and I realize there's not 19 different time slots on this program, but it sure seems like after what all is ongoing today. Well, with this time slot, no, let's work. What about this time? No, what about this time slot? So uh, thank you, Kevin, for being able to work in the 4.30 slot yeah, today around the horn uh, because those who are trying to listen to the Arkansas uh, LSU game. You'll have to go to Buzz too, and it is uh, the pregame should be underway as we speak with Phil and Bubba. But um, uh, I hope Mother Nature is being nicer to our high school teams around the state right now because, uh, man, what a headache, Kevin, trying to make sure that all these schedules mesh and blend, and you know it works for me, but maybe it doesn't work for you. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about the other day that they had actually gotten to play this week more than what we thought they would. So uh, we've had a little shakeup, and th- there's going to be a new number one team in Class 1A. Uh, Izzard County fell to Westside Greer's Ferry in a conference game last night, 9-1. to one. North Fork, they've won 12 in a row. So um, look at look on Scorebook Live on Monday. Uh, Class 1A is going to have a new number one team in the state after uh, that, that game last night. So uh, got a lot of good things going on this for the rest for today and going into next week. Uh, there was a note in 2A that this was, I think you shared that with us the other day. Yep. And that was the anticipated, much anticipated matchup between McCrory and Carlisle. <laughs> and that turned into uh, a little bit of a laugher, if you will. Yeah, McCrory's been really hot as of late, and they just, they kept rolling. Uh, sophomore Dalton Ward started on the mound for Carlisle, couldn't really find the strike zone. McCrory took advantage of it. They won 16-2, to and you got to give it to the Jaguars. They're playing as well as anybody else in Class 2A right now, and as we thought earlier in the season, they're the one that's going to give Woodlawn trouble. They beat Moralton last week 15-1. to uh, they're, just, they're playing really good baseball right now. Rain did delay uh, the 5-2A matchups that we were looking forward to. There's a three-way tie for first place right now. St. Joseph out of Conway, Bigelow, and Southside B Branch. Uh, between those schools right there, the combined conference record is 13-0. Uh, B Branch is 5-0, and and St. Joe and Bigelow were 4-0. So Bigelow was supposed to play St. Joe on Monday, and today supposed to play B Branch. Uh, hopefully they'll get that game in, and it can find out what's going on in the 5-2A and Get, get the conference front runner up in the front before district tournament starts in two weeks. In Class 3A, maybe it's not a surprise that they won, but I think it's a surprise to me that Elkins swept Lincoln to take over second place behind Bergman. I mean, Lincoln had been one of the hottest teams in Class 3A. That's right, Randy. Lincoln came in, they swept West Fork last week. We talked about Jackson Endicott, his three-home run performance, but Elkins has been playing really good baseball since the break. They beat Bergman in the Ozark tournament up there in Harrison, 
and now they're sitting at eight and two. They play Bergman on the 19th, which that'll be next Tuesday, I believe. And they have a chance to come out in first place after they started out really slow. Elkins was a team that I talked to a lot of 3A coaches and a lot of coaches in the River Valley. They said Elkins has got everybody back. They're going to be good. They had a slow start. So now they're, they're starting to pick up momentum. Harding and Rosebud, they're going to play uh, their big game next week. I think it's on the 19th as well. Walnut Ridge and Rivercrest play today, Randy, up in the northeast part of the state. The winner of that one will be sitting on top of the 3-3A. Hackett, they beat Paris the other day by a run. That puts Paris at 7-1. Also 7-1 in that 4-3A is Boonville. They're on a six-game win streak. They're perfect in the month of April. They beat Danville last week. Uh, so the Bearcats, they're playing really well right now. Rylan Ray, he's more than just a football player. He's done really well in the Diamond and uh, Dax Golf as well. A couple of names that we talked a lot about during the fall. They're on the diamond as well this year. Uh, Baptist Prep, they play Lamar today. Uh, Baptist Prep is sitting on top of the 5-3A. If they beat Lamar, that's going to give them at least a share of the conference title. And as we mentioned the other day, Ashdown, they jumped out and thumped Genoa Central 13-5. Puts them in control of the 7-3A. And congratulations to the Camden Harmony Grove Hornets. They're the first team to 20 wins. They beat Lakeside 15-0 and Drew Central 2-1 this week. Bradley Lonnie has hit his sixth home run of the season. He may be the hottest player right now in all of high school baseball. No doubt. He is no doubt. on a tear. Speaking of a tear as of late, is anyone hotter <laughs> in this state, and this is in Class 4A, but anyone hotter than the Eagles of Huntsville, who is on a 17, that's right, 17 game winning streak that was just a perfect transition randy they they started out the year zero and two then they won a game then they lost all their losses are to 6a teams and then they've won 17 straight right now they're sitting on top of the 14a uh, we talked about tucker bradley amos mays uh just those guys that got a lot of experience as sophomores last year and tucker bradley being the senior the catcher on the team they're ready to go this year. They think they can win a state title in that conference as well. Shiloh and Farmington have been playing really well of late. Uh, Shiloh's had an emergence. Caleb Anderson, really good catcher. He's a, he's become a pitcher now. He had six shutout innings the other day in the win over Gentry. Uh, so the, the Saints are really playing well. They're in fourth right now. Farmington playing well, four and one. Harrison's another team in that conference. Uh, Jonesboro uh, proved that in Northeast Arkansas, they're still a little ahead of Valley View. I know it's non-conference, but a 12-5 win over Valley View is still big for them. Brooklyn, big week for the Bearcats. Uh, Weston Spear, Griffin Duvall, those guys are playing really good baseball. They swept Pocahontas, and then they beat Benton 2-1. to one. And that's kind of a matchup you don't think would happen. But, yeah, Brooklyn beat the Panthers 2-1 to one to go 3-0 and oh in the week. Look for Brooklyn to move up in the rankings. Arkadelphia is still unbeaten in conference play. Camden. Fairview, the Cardinals, they got a seven-game win streak right now. They're eight and two in conference play. Star City playing well. Christian Carnell was the State Farm Player of the Week that they hand out down there in South Arkansas. Uh, really good on the mound. He was two for four, two RBIs in their last game. They're seven and three, 14 and five overall, right behind Fairview. Uh, it's coming down to the wire in 4A. You mentioned Benton. Uh, they've had really a rough couple of weeks. When you look yeah. back the last week, I think they dropped a game to Pulaski Academy. Then 
uh, to North Little Rock. So they've they've had a rough couple of weeks, uh, but they still sit atop the Central. Uh, That's the, right. Little Rock Christian and Seven Hills at seven and one and five and one respectively. Now, Kevin, what happens if Mother Nature doesn't allow these schools to make up games? I mean, you've got a two-game gap there between Sylvan Hills and Little Rock Christian at 7-1 and one and 5-1. and one. Well, there is a Hall High School is not playing baseball, so there's a built-in bye week. Sylvan okay. Hills has already had theirs. Little Rock Christian hasn't. The thing is, Benton still has to play both of those teams, and we could end up with a three-way tie. Never know. Batesville took down Green County Tech in game one. Game two was called because the rain was postponed. They only played three and a half innings, so they're going to have to complete that game. Jonesboro's won seven in a row. They're tied with Marion at seven and one. El Dorado, 4 0, 18 and three. 18 and three overall. They beat Sheridan 4 0 last night, seven and one to lead the 5A South. And Ty Wade, complete game one hitter against Whitehall, also hit his seventh home run of the year. All right, Kevin, hang on. We're set to preview in just a moment the LSU matchup game number two. So stay with us. Drive Time Sports will continue. Let's do this. I love love playing our Sounders. (laughs) Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. Well, we've been a little bit around the horn. I guess we got from uh, home to first to second, so we're about to complete Around the Horn. Uh, Kevin, we were, you were, actually, um, talking about Class 5A, do, are yeah. we finished there to move on to Class 6A? Or there's some finish-up cleanup that you need to do with uh, Class 5A? Yeah, we'll, we'll hit on Class 5A real quick, and I'll roll right into 6A. Uh, talking the 5A West, uh, Van Buren went 3-0 and this week. They're 17-4 overall, 7-1 and in the West, tied with Greenbrier. Razorback signee Jordan Husky threw a one-hitter, 10 strikeouts. Panthers are 7-1. and playing really good baseball. And in 6A, Randy, Cabot and Conway, they're kind of having mirror seasons right now. Uh, Cabot and Conway are tied at the top of the Central with 6-1 uh, and one records. They both won on Tuesday. Uh, Cabot 5-1, to one, Conway 4-1 to one over North Little Rock. They both won five straight. And going in the back half of the season, I think they're going to be the ones that end up on top at 1-2. and two. Shocker of the season, Fort Smith Northside, for the first time in school history, swept Bryant. Let that wow. sink in for a minute. Yeah, wow. Uh, Springdale Harbor's on an eight-game winning streak. Their one-two combination of Ross Felder and Cooper Dawson's going to be tough for anybody. Uh, I don't expect many teams to push them, but the one that could, Rodgers. Rodgers is 8-0 in conference play, 16-3 overall. The defending 6A state champs haven't had much of a trouble late. Fayetteville, they're playing better. Uh, really young team, Jake Pinnell, Landon Schaefer. Landon Schaefer's a freshman that you need to remember, folks. He's ranked number 11 in the nation by perfect game. He's just going to keep getting better. He's committed to the Hogs, and they split with Bentonville this week. So that's our uh, high school wrap-up. Uh, we'll have some more for you next Tuesday uh, when the rankings come out. All right, Kevin, this is a quick observation, and certainly you can correct me. I I don't know that there's any kind of record that you can look back on in regards to pitching, but it seems like 
it is the year of the pitcher in <laughs> high school baseball. We're hearing more no-hitters. We've heard probably, without any doubt, more perfect games that have been thrown so far this season. And now you're talking about all the one-hitters that have occurred. It sounds like it is the year of the pitching. The team that has pitching may have a chance to, well, uh, get that coveted state championship. That's exactly right. Last week we had three pitching performances that had at least 16 strikeouts. Jackson Engel for Lone Oak had 16, and Hunter Alexander, who had a one-hit complete game, shut out, 17 strikeouts. Russ Martin for Rosebud had a perfect game against Clinton, 17 strikeouts. So, yeah, we, we've had quite a few this year. I know Trip Sullivan's had a couple for Lone Oak. Steel Eaves has had a couple for Lone Oak. Uh, I'm going to get a total list in, uh, here in a couple weeks. We'll, we'll go through the actual number and see if there's been any. But I was looking in the Arkansas High School um, record book the other day that's put out by the AAA every year, and I think we'll definitely set some records this year. Wow, that is amazing. All right, Arkansas, let's switch to the Arkansas-LSU matchup. Arkansas wins game number one. Very similar to what it was a week ago, same Thursday a week ago in Gainesville. Arkansas wins Game number one, this is always a difficult matchup. We're yeah. talking LSU. Uh, what's it going to take for Arkansas? Let's start first winning the series, much less talking about a sweep. They're going to have to shut down the first three or four guys in that lineup because that's going to be their offense. you got Dylan Cruz, who's hitting 350 on the year. Jacob Berry, the transfer from Arizona, that's hitting 370. They moved Trey Morgan, who was the leadoff hitter last night against Connor Nolan. They moved him to the four hole tonight against Hagen Smith because that's a lefty-on-lefty matchup. That gives Cade Doty, the second baseman, who's hitting 356 on the year. They put him in the three-hole. Uh, Hagen Smith has to limit the walks. If he can pitch the contact and keep the ball in the ballpark, that's going to give him a big chance to win tonight. And the situational hitting was a little bit better last night. They left nine runners on base, but the big hit came from big hit Bob. Robert Moore with the base load ahead, that two RBI Shot to put the Hogs up 5-3. to three. They held on. Brady Tigert uh, was really good once again. you got to give it up uh, to my man Evan Taylor coming out of the bullpen. The lefty, that's, that slider is uh, almost unhittable. So you got some bullpen guys that will be available. Uh, Zeb Vermillion is one, and then maybe Elijah Trest, Evan Gray, Zach Morris. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but if Hagen Smith can get to the sixth inning, I like our chances. Blake Money, his counterpart for the Tigers tonight, 6'7", 240. That, that's not a defensive end. That's the starting pitcher for the LSU Tigers tonight. He had a really good pre-non-conference uh, season. He was, had like a 1.8 ERA and an under one whip, which is walks and hits uh, per innings pitch. That shows you how many base runners get on per inning. And conference play hasn't been as good. Uh, so he's seen his ERA shoot up to 4.68. Uh, he's allowing uh, hitters 239, which is okay. Him and Hagen Smith have about the same numbers right now. Uh, Money is a sophomore. Hagen Smith, of course, a freshman. So which one of the youngsters can really step up and pitch well tonight? Uh, I like the Razorbacks to come out of this with a win. Dave Van Horn slightly tinkering with his batting order. Uh, Brady Slavens was the DH last night. He continues in that two-hole. Chris Lanzilli continues to bat third. Same thing for Michael Turner. Braden Webb uh, was batting fifth. He is now flipped 
with Robert Moore. And no, he's not. That's not a back or front flip, Rick. Uh, <laughs> not Robert gymnastics. Moore. It's baseball. Okay. That's right. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, he doesn't do a flip, um, or a uh, Ozzy Smith. Uh, he has moved into five hole, six hole now. Brandon Webb, uh, or Braden Webb, and then you still have in the seven hole Jalen Battles, Peyton Stovall in the eight hole. Last night we saw Zach Gregory. And he batted officially just one time. Uh, yeah. Then Drake Bernardo came in. Was that strictly for offense or uh, possibly any kind of injury maybe to Zach Gregory? No, Dave Van Horn came out, and this is the first time we really heard it. He didn't like the lefty-on-lefty matchup, so that's why he put Bernardo in. And uh, then he was able to put Jace Borfin in left field for uh, the defensive replacement. So... Coach Van Horn going with matchups. He, you know, it was kind of weird. I thought he would do it for Stovall, but it's kind of hard to put a new first baseman in. He had a little bit more room to wiggle with in the outfield. So Coach Van Horn going with matchups now. He, he had a feeling, went for it, didn't really work out. So that's why he gets paid the big bucks. They got the win. I think the win last night gives them a little bit more breathing room. I don't think the pressure is on them as much. They're going to play a lot more relaxed tonight. What about Borfin? How close is he to being 100%? I think he's 100% right now. It's just a matter of him getting enough reps. He had two home runs last week against UCA and then came out against Florida and kind of laid an egg, went 0 for 4. So it's all about uh, getting the right matchup for him, I think, with the righty on the mound. You could see him tonight, and you could see him tomorrow with Sam Dutton for LSU possibly getting the start. Sweep. Do you see the sweep? Nope, I think it's 2-1, Arkansas. Get them, get them one at a time, one That's at a right. time. That's right. Oh, what a party pooper. Got to win tonight. <laughs> what a party pooper. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you next Tuesday. Thanks, that guys. That is Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider, as we go around the horn. Up next, Trey Beattie of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service. in front of Guatney Chevrolet, it's the Freeway Boys. Billy, Billy, shut that off. What are you doing, son?